Hello and welcome to the Drunken Spear Tabletop Gaming. Ruick prods Cadmus to hurry at the camp of the White Islands. Suspicious of Ruick, Cadmus questions if he is trying to collect the bounty on McCord's head. After Ruick dances around the question, they both mount their horses and ride for the detachment that has been assigned to take the senator's son to Solaris. Roderick, the sergeant in Reeves' company, has been assigned to help his captain deliver the corpse to Solaris. After his valiant effort in the battle for Memora, slaying Temeridians left and slaying them right, Roderick the Righteous and Captain Reeves decided to make camp at night to give their battle-fatigued soldiers some sleep. Ruick and Cadmus have stumbled upon them. Cadmus attempts to convince Ruick to turn into a rabbit and scout the camp. However, Ruick has other plans, for he believes these men to be the very convoy he is looking for. After Ruick transforms into a bat, he learns that the camp is indeed the Mamoran camp escorting McCord's body to Solaris. Word has not yet spread of Cadmus being discharged from the military, and Ruick quickly makes a move and transforms himself into Cadmus. Ruick then makes Captain Reeves believe that General Gels has an urgent issue with Timuridian raiding parties attempting to burn, loot, and murder. Captain Reeves leaves Roderick in command while he has most of his men return to the White Islands to get further orders from General Gels. While the soldiers pack up, Ruick has time to return to Cadmus and attempt to get him off the road so that he wouldn't be seen. After what seems of minutes of arguing, Ruick finally convinced Cadmus to leave the road. However, it was too late. Captain Reeves had seen the horse Cadmus was riding. Ruick quickly tries to cover it up, slapping his horse on the arse, causing it to run out in front of the soldiers. Immediately suspicious, Reeves calls for some of his men to return to camp to warn Roderick, Timuridians may be upon them. Cadmus clearly hears Reeves' voice and revealed himself. Suspicious, Reeves takes Cadmus into custody, for he was just seen giving orders to him and his men. Cadmus denies instructing the soldiers and confessed of being discharged. Captain Reeves has assigned Sergeant Roderick to keep a close eye on Cadmus. Roderick, taking his assignment with honor, chains Cadmus to him so that he cannot escape. Okay, so where we left off was Ruick was camped in the woods by himself yeah. for the fact that he had transformed into Cadmus and tried to trick the military, the Memoran military, who was escorting McCord's body, who is thought to be the son of a senator, to Solaris for the funeral. Cadmus is chained to Roderick and cuffed. And they had a hard time staying up through their watches through the night, but they managed. And we now come to morning. And you guys are only 
what a couple hundred yards apart from each other you would be in the woods and uh the i camp. probably would have went i definitely didn't want them to stumble across me so i'd probably be like a quarter of a mile okay so quarter of a mile so the weather so far. when you wake up is normal for the season it's the fall season so it's kind of cold that would count as a long rest there is yep long rest there is no wind and it's no precipitation it is dry. There's no no rain or anything of the sort. It's, it seems to be a beautiful day, and you this wake like, up. Is this like early morning? This is early morning. Okay. 0600. I'm uh, going to get as close as I can stealthing to just kind of observe the camp, and I'm waiting to see if they continue to Solaris or if they go back to the military camp. Okay, go ahead and give me a stealth check. 15. So the you as you're stealthing up, you get up to a bush and you can see to your left there's a sentry and you can see to your right there's another sentry. They have not noticed you at this point and they are probably about 15 to 20 feet in front of you. Oh, I didn't mean to get that close. Um so what's the camp look like? How far are they from the camp? They are probably about 30 feet from the camp. Okay. So you got 20. There's You are 50 feet total from the camp. Okay. Uh, I'm just waiting until they break up camp and set out. Okay. So as you wait, Roderick and Cadmus, you awake to the fumbling and bumbling of camp equipment being torn down and put up into the carriage so that the Memorans can move on to Solaris. Is there anything I can do to help? Uh, Yeah, just stay and step with me. Simple enough. Don't dawaddle and keep up. It's a good thing you have your own horse. By the way, that's a fine mount that you have there. Mine here, her name is Trixie. Mine's name is Pixie. Ooh, that's very original of you. It was one of the stable keepers' favorites. Well, she seems to be a fine mount. Maybe we can race one day, but not now. I would not suggest that. That's why I said one day. Yours is a nice mount, too. Is it thoroughbred? Of course she is. She's the most magnificent horse ever to have been commissioned by the Memorian Army. A valiant steed, she took an arrow for me. But that's okay, because, as it is well known, I'm a very good healer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Was that arrow to the knee? Thankfully, it was only on her left flank. Ah. You look at my horse and see the worst-looking healing wound ever. (laughs) (laughs) And just keep that in mind. (laughs) Uh, Is it? Supposed to be so sunken and bald there. But of course, a brave and powerful horse such as her has to have battle scars. Besides, most of the scars that people have look that way. Don't you notice anything like that? They're usually not sunken in. They usually regain some muscle mass and there's built-up scar tissue. It's not dangly and emaciated like... She is fine. She rode... Fine today. She yeah. She rode fine yesterday. She will fi- ride fine today. My horse is fine. 
until she takes another arrow and heals like that on the other side, and it's not fine. I think you might want to see someone professionally for that. She is fine. She will be okay. So, Roderick and Cadmus, you slept a little bit through the night, but you didn't sleep a whole lot, so your exhaustion level is at one, and you have disadvantage on ability checks at this point. So, you'll have to rest to get there. I don't know how you plan on doing that. If you're going to ride in the carriage, that's fine. It's up to you, but the soldiers have called in their sentries, and they're starting to move out. Um, Captain Reeve is going to make us ride in the carriage. That was the agreement for us staying up the whole watch, and since he doesn't know, we drozed off a couple times, and what he doesn't know won't hurt him. Right. I was going to suggest you tie me to my horse and hope I don't fall off. (laughs) So you're in the carriage, and it takes off, and you can see McCord back there with a sheet over top of him. Oh, we're in that carriage. But of course, our DM is a very intelligent and wise individual. He would definitely put us in the main garage for a reason. Well, you are supposed to be guarding it. Exactly. And now, and now in, in new retrospect, you will be guarding it with me. It, it's the only carriage that they took. They didn't take multiple <laughs> carriages. It was horsemen and a carriage with McCord's body in it. Which makes sense. So you're in the carriage and you're you you're able to sleep. Uh Ruick. I mean I assume they took at least another carriage for supplies and stuff to be put in. So it's all just no. dumped in, piled on top of McCord's body. No. He's already crushed once. So. It's a fairly big carriage. There's plenty of room. There's plenty of room and plenty of nice spices to keep that body from smelling. Remember, a, a soldier would have his tent on his in his pack and his stuff that he's carrying. Touche. Is it safe to say that there is another paladish or a cleric traveling with us that can do some sort of spell that keeps the body from decaying? Um, Um, I can't remember the name of the spell, but I could technically learn it, but my character does not like to... uh, He doesn't like the resurrected dead, so once you're dead, he's he's letting you stay that way. (laughs) The body is only a day old, so it's not quite... Okay. And it's colder... Okay. But no, there's nobody to preserve the body. This is so if you get sad. a warm day, it could start to smell. Okay. All right. So we're in the carriage resting. So you're in the carriage resting, and Ruick, you see the sentries pull in, and you can see the caravan, the uh, one cart leave, the wagon, and the horses, and all the soldiers are, are leaving, headed down the road. Um, <laughs> since I see they're headed to Solaris towards that direction, I'm going to turn into a bird, and I can fly for an hour, so I'm going to fly as far as ahead of them as I can. Okay. Alright. So, for flight, eh, I would say... Okay, so it's safe to say that, you know, their their pace is normal, and as long as you're at a faster pace, you're able to get ahead of them. Uh, do I pass any farmhouses? Uh, you pass various homes and various things set up on the frontier. Uh, if I see any that have, like, horses outside, I'm going to land around one of them barns. Okay, for sure. Yeah, give me a perception check. Make sure. That 11. Okay, so you can see a barn in the near distance. 
you're probably about a hundred feet ahead of the the group. Oh, that's all the farther ahead I am. Yep. I'm just gonna keep flying ahead. Then. Okay. Get as far ahead of them as I can. So as you guys are journeying, you come across this. You can see the city walls and you can see the tops of the buildings and the structures in the city of Rushland, I believe. Yep. The city of Rushland. And you are on an urgent mission, so you, you pass and you go down. You're headed south to the town of Lakeview. So a few days go by. And a letter comes to it's our exhaustion Vorden. Cured up. Yes, your exhaustion point. level is cured. Vorden, you get a call into your commanding officer's quarters. Okay. He would be, I'm not sure what rank he would be. He'd be, uh, we'll just call him a general. And you're in the city of King's Watch. Okay. And you get this call, this letter that summons you to this general's quarters. The letter reads that we have an urgent matter that we must discuss. Time is of the essence. Report to my office as soon as possible. Okay, I'll go. Okay, so as you enter into, it's, it's a camp that you're very familiar with. You know your way around and you head straight into his office. And... He is sitting there at his desk, writing things down, and he looks at you. Major Vorden. Yes, General. I have an urgent mission for you. And he hands you a piece of paper. I'll grab the paper. Okay. And as you unfold the paper, he looks at you and he says, We have reason to believe that we have a spy in our midst, and his name is Cadmus. Are you familiar with Captain Cadmus? Not recently, General, nor any relation, but do note he was on the formation that went over to the White Isles. Yes, under General Gelds. It is said that he sent two of his best warriors away to a what they later found out to be a bounty hunter encampment to hire mercenaries. However, this order was not from General Gales, as said, and we are investigating him. We, he is, we want him brought back alive. He is due to come back to us alive for questioning and you are to apprehend him. And once you apprehend him, you are to take him to the Senate in Solaris. Understand, General. Very well, Major Vorden. I am excited to see your results. Your results are always top-notch, and I believe this one will be no different. So get it done, Major. This one should be pretty easy. I'm already apprehended, and I'm on my way to Solaris, so you can't screw this up. And he's already connected to a person that's more than likely going to uh, do whatever you you, do. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you're a major. Here you go. Do you have any questions? No questions, General. Just leave him going to Solaris. 
that's kind of the other side of the continent. Yes, it's going to take time <laughs> to get there. Very well. I'll oh, leave yeah. it once. Uh, in the letter, it states that he's sent two soldiers to recruit mercenaries under false orders. Um, it also talks about the uh, possibility of him framing a Leonard Greenleaf. That is true. For uh, being a spy when he, in fact, was a spy. It's also said that he potentially did his best to infiltrate and cause destruction for the Memoran army as they were fighting the Timuridians in the city of the White Islands due to the nature of his actions. And it also talks of just some weird things that have occurred between different individuals. I did destroy some stairs during that, so that is true. (laughs) (laughs) So as you head to Solaris, you've got a long journey ahead of you. They are actually going to take you by ship. So you will be there rather quick. Okay. They give you the uh, last known location of where he would be, and they believe that he's potentially traveling with Ruick, who was sent to the city of Solaris. Okay. Would I also know that Ruick is wanted? Uh, or wanted to the Senate? Ruick is not wanted at this point in time, no. His name is not... No, he was hired to go yeah. speak on behalf. Yep, he is going Senate, down to entertain yeah. the uh, the senators. He's entertaining, all right. <laughs> Ruick's dead. I don't know who Ruick is. <laughs> it was my pet rabbit. For now. <laughs> That's what I meant when I seen the rabbit. Ruick, is that you? So you board your ship and the captain looks at you so where you want to go the other side of the continent other solaris. side of the continent solaris i well we'll get you there as quickly as I, as we can so they start to head down they don't go towards the ocean they follow the rivers and they, they flow to the rivers, and they start going inland. So you're going to see all kinds of terrain and mountains as you pass through, and a couple weeks go by, and you find yourself in the waters of Lake Farwater. And you're getting ready to hit that river that connects, and... Heads down to Solaris. So, uh, Ruick, you're still about, you've gained probably, if you kept flying, you've gained, did you stop and rest when needed? Yeah, I could only fly for two hours at a time. Two hours at a time. It's safe to say you're probably a, a couple miles ahead of them at this point. And your journey's coming to, you guys are at the the town of View. Lakeview. You're at the town of Lakeview. I definitely want to stop at the town and buy a horse. Okay. <laughs> All right. And these guys are a couple miles up from Lakeview. 
So as you enter the town, it's just it's just a, a, a fairly large town. There's no city walls or anything of the sort. There are there is a stable, and go ahead and give me a um, investigation. Five. So Jeez. you are able to find the the stables in Farwater. Is that right? Lakeview. Lakeview. In, this, in the town of Lakeview, you're able to find Water. the stables. The uh, stables are right out At some there. point in time when I landed, I transformed into a blue dragonborn instead of an orc. Okay. All right. You got against dragonborns. <laughs> Nothing. Mm-hmm. Red <laughs> ones, blue ones. What's next? <laughs> I don't know. So you're standing outside of this stable. Uh, I need a horse. Anybody here? Uh, no one answers. Steal it. Can I tell? Is there anybody around at all? Uh, there's people walking around, but there's not. There's doesn't seem to be. It looks as if you're gonna have to go inside, like a little, little like office area off to the right hand oh. side of the stable. Okay, I'll go in. You would be on the back side, so you couldn't see the horses, but you can hear them. Uh, yeah, I'll walk around until I find. Okay, so you walk into the door, and there is a guy bent over with a horse leg, and he looks like he's cleaning the hoofs. Startle the horse so it kicks him. Hey, you sell horses, pal? Ah, uh, yeah, yes, yes. Hang on one moment, I'll be right with you. He finishes and he sets that down. He sets the foot down to the horse, and he looks. And he's like, hi, Betsy, it's all right. And he taps her and rubs her down, and he walks over to you. So what can I do for you? I need a horse. Uh, very well. You have a particular breed you're looking for? Something hardy. Hardy. Something, something fast. Yes, well, I have just the mount for you. And he takes you around, and there's this big, beautiful black horse. Black mane, just gorgeous. How much? This horse here, uh, he's a prize. 300 gold for this guy. I'm going to shake my coin purse a little bit. 250. Yeah. Go ahead and give me a persuasion check. I don't know what dice to use since I don't trust it. (laughs) That's an eight. Uh, I can't do any less than 300 gold for this guy. He's worth it, I swear. He's, he's got papers? Yes, papers. He's registered. He is a one of a kind. He will he I this boy you can run him till his balls fall off and he'll just keep going. Is it a war horse or is it just Yes, a- he's a war horse. He can't startle. He's worth his money. I want to inspect the horse to see if he's bullshitting me or not. Okay. Can I add anything to that? Uh, go ahead and give like a. You can do a perception if you got something for your perception. Six. Six. Uh, it it looks legit. You got any other horses? I have a few others. Yes. You got one for two fifty. 
yes, I do. And he turns around and he looks and there's this brown horse that looks like she's got some years behind her. Uh, fuck it, I'll just take the nice horse. 300 gold. 300 gold, ah, here you go. And you have this black Arabian type horse. Hell yeah. That's picturing a Frisian. Yeah, Frisian. We'll call it a Frisian. What's All it? of my knowledge of horses comes from Red Dead too. Just yeah. so you're aware. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have a name? I don't know. I'll have to think about one. Well, if I end up with it, its name's going to be Trixie, so you need to be careful. So you get your horse, and he asks you, so do you need any kind of tackle with it? Uh, for 300 gold, it better come with a uh, saddle. No, it doesn't <laughs> come with a saddle. You're riding, your, riding him bareback? Well, how much is a saddle going to cost me? 75 gold. Listen, man, 50. I just gave you 300 for the horse. The best horse this side of the city, or anywhere for that matter. People come from all over to come here. Uh, I tell you what, this is what we'll do. If you can promote our name and, and give us some business here or there, I'll give you the tackle for free. All right, yeah, we can. No, uh... <laughs> <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think that's a good idea. Um, I'll I'll just pay you seventy five gold. Uh, very very well. Now uh, is that just a saddle, or is that a blanket and bridle to that's go with it? That's everything. You uh, would yeah, need. it better be fucking everything. <laughs> that's everything. What about food for the horse? You got horse food. I, it can't just eat the grass. I suppose it can, but this guy's used to this premium stuff right over here. Only 15 gold coins a bag. How long's a bag last? Depends how much you're feeding, of course. What's, what's the average for the bag of the last? You could get a bag, bag out of him, I'd say. If you give him a handful here, there, and you're still getting grass... Hey, you probably could stretch a month out of a bag. Uh, sure, I'll take a bag. You're Very fine. well. Shyster. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Is there anything else I can do uh, for you? Um, no, I don't think so. Very well. Well, you have a great day and always come back. We love having repeat business and we'd be willing to make you deals. Uh, take good care of this horse. Uh, will do. I'm going to start heading back towards Solaris. Okay. So you leave the city. Moments pass, and the caravan comes through with the military horses riding, and you guys come into the city. Same city. And we're going to pause here for a minute. So we last left off. Ruick is leaving the town. Of Lakeview with his newly bought horse. Cadmus and Roderick are headed into Lakeview and they have a stay. They're staying the night at Lakeview before they move out in the morning. Excellent. So, Ruick, you would be headed out and it would be closer. It would be midday going into being dark. Major Vorden, 
you are now in the waters. You've passed down the White Run River. You've came into the ocean, and you've headed up to the river, and you are now in the lake of far water, getting ready to hit the river again, headed into Solaris. So as you guys come into town, you are giving given special treatment and they have allotted for some rooms for rent for the higher officers and Roderick, you find yourself with Cadmus in a camp outside of the tavern. Okay. So it's the same setup. You would be beside the tavern. You guys are welcome to go into the tavern if you choose, but However, you having a prisoner, I don't know how Captain Reeves would take that. It still bothers me that Captain Reeves has yet to find someone to cast a spell of non-decay on a corpse that we are moving. Yes, we'll the, the corpse is starting to, to smell a bit. Perhaps the good captain would offer us a moment to go to a temple and have a priest uh, stop the decay, at least for the next ten days. I'm not sure about Yo. that. Reeves isn't quite the most sympathetic soul. True, but it would not do well for him to return the body of a senator's son in such a state. Perhaps oh. if he could turn it in in a better state. He can get that through his head, then he might. You'd have to go seek him out and ask him. Where's he at? Uh, tavern. Come. I yank on your chain, and you have to come with me. <laughs> so as you enter the tavern, you can hear music, and you, you open the door, and people are in there around the bar and tables and drinking, having a good time. There's laughter, and give me a perception roll, both of you. I don't know if I should be going in there with you. An 11. 14. Unfortunately, you guys don't see Captain Reeves. He's upstairs in a room. What makes you say that? Oh, that was out of game. <laughs> There's a lot of folks in here, so give me another perception roll as you keep looking. Good lord. Five. Three. Yes. People <laughs> are in your face moving, and you actually find somebody get caught up in your chain between the two of you, and they're kind of like, what the, what the fuck are you doing? And he, uh, he's like, you trying to chain me or something? Sorry for the inconvenience, good sir. Allow me to untangle you. Ah, yeah, get the fuck out of here before I kick your ass. And he just kind of stumbles off. Well, it looks like the captain's not in here after all. Give me another perception check. Seventeen. Eleven. Eleven. Cadmus, you can see the captain. He's off into the back corner. Drinking an ale. Of course he is. What you say your name is? Mine? Yes. Roderick. Roderick? Roderick. Your captain is back there washing away his sorrows. Okay. So I take you and we pull <laughs> you a little closer and we make our way over to the captain. Roderick, what brings you in here? Captain Reeves, sir, I'm... A bit concerned on our mission. Our uh, son, the senator's son, is decaying badly. I would ask 
that we go and get a priest to bless the body for the last leg of the journey. Very well. I grant you permission to find this priest and bless the body so it doesn't decay. Of course, sir. I will not fail at my mission. Make sure you take Cadmus with you. Don't lose him. Never, sir. Never. All right. We're going to make our way out of the tavern. It's not um, like I intend on going anywhere. It's not like you have much of a choice in this matter, now, <laughs> do you? <laughs> that is true. Um, I'm going to, uh, we're going to go to the nearest temple and okay. hire, hire a priest so, using funds given to us by gals because, you know. <laughs> give me a perception check. You know, that whole time I was in the army, I never got paid. Single copper. You know, I hope you get a better perception roll than me because I'm an ignorant buffoon. Eighteen. Four. So Cadmus, <laughs> he's he knows that he comes to the conclusion that the temple's not inside the town. You're going to have to go outside the town to find a temple. Okay. Uh, I don't have a major reason to hate you at this point because I'm miserably failing at my task. So I will use the resources at my disposal for now to find this priest. So you say you know where we need to go. Well, priests usually have a rather large building and there's not much room in this town to have a large building. So I assume that it should be on the outside of the town. Okay, do you happen to know which side of town we need to go towards? Do I know that information, Dean? Uh, go ahead and give me a history check. History is not my strong suit. More, a lot of history rolls today. Aren't you both paladins? Yes. Shouldn't you just know like where temples are? Oh, that's true. Um, uh, you know what? I can yeah, only... I don't know if that's, <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, and let's see. I have the ability... If not, just advantage. You just do that. Yeah. Go ahead and yeah. roll with advantage. That was a five. This is in the middle of the day, right? You're headed towards 11. the nightfall. I got a five and eleven. It's up to you, Jared. Oh, Lord. Well, my first one. Thirteen and a twelve. It's Ooh. better than me. Thirteen and a twelve. Actually, so, you said a history check, right? Yeah. Oh, hold on, I might need to restate that. I could have taken that as a advantage anyway. Um, uh, 12 and 11, actually. Okay, so <laughs> after wandering around for a while and walking out the wrong side of town and then coming back into town, it's it's getting fairly dark, and eventually you finally find it on the outskirts towards Solaris. You hear rustling on the outside of the door, or the inside of the door. Quick, be quiet. Shut your mouth, is what you can hear. And the door cracks open. What can we do for you? That voice change. I know, right? <laughs> we seek a priest. A, 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 a priest? A cleric. Anyone that can... Stop the wretched decay of a body. Silence for a little bit, and you can hear some whispering. 
Do they actually and appear to be like the of door them, opens? Mm-hmm. And you see this priest standing there. Give me a perception check. That is a nine. Six. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is playing well for me, honestly. So he is like, oh, oh, what what do you need a priest for? We need one quickly to come and bless a body to keep it from decaying. Uh, okay. He's acting very nervous. Give me another perception check. Fifteen. Seven. So, Roderick, you kind of pick up on his eyeballs. They're moving from side to side, like almost like he's trying to point you in a direction and get your attention. And it looks as if he's pointing to a room that's off from the main temple. Father, you seem a bit nervous, but it shouldn't be a problem for you to be able to do this. Uh, I implore you, just follow me. He, well, I would have to check with the high priest before I do anything of any sort. Where is the high priest? In that room back there. Ah, well, that is most fortunate for us. So we will go over to there. Do you please accompany us? I think it's best if I go over there. You, you, you wait here. Um. Okay. Are you sure you don't need any assistance? I'm sure I don't need any assistance. Very As he well, shakes then. his head up and down, like yes, I do need assistance. And he walks over to the door and he opens it up. And where are you at this point? Hmm. I want to try to follow him. Like, come on. Let's go see. This guy is... This priest is Maybe we can learn how to do it. He is... Wait, we can learn to do it? Well, why not? (laughs) I would love to... Well, no. Wait, never mind. No, I would not like to do it. But if you want to do something like that and learn how to do it, then I guess I wouldn't have no choice but to go with you to make sure that you don't do anything suspicious. I can try to learn it, but I'm not going to promise that I can learn it. Very well, then. <laughs> so, Ruick, it's safe to say that you've passed this temple already earlier on, and it's also getting nightfall for you. You're a few miles away, probably, from that temple by the time you got done with your daily activities. So, you're setting up camp? Um, no, I'm going to keep pushing on. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to get to the Solaris ahead of them. Okay. So, at this point, you guys are following the priest into the back room. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as you open the door, you can hear a grumble, and he kind of, like, darts off to the corner. Oh, you wasn't supposed to lead him back here. And as you look to the left, you can see five orcs that are holding several what appear to be women hostage. Three have knives to the women's throats. 
and the apparent leader comes up to you or gets within distance of you probably about 10 feet I'm gonna ask you to leave now what goes on about this get out of the temple now before I cut your head from your shoulders former captain do you wish to seek a little freedom If you have the means to do so, you won't get in trouble. I'm sure the good captain will not be disappointed in your actions if you were to help aid me in this time. I would like some freedom. Oh, okay. So, shackles hit the floor. And I looked at the orc and I said, Have you no honor? I'll cut your head from your body. Roll initiative. Three. Six. (laughs) (laughs) You should have known we were going to roll low. Hello. Here we go. This is going to be fun. Roger's a tank, man. That doesn't surprise me. Hang on. I was expecting there to be four guys here. I used to be a tank, and then my armor got taken. Or turned it. You didn't get her replacement armor on the same set? No, I haven't had time to do so yet. Been kind of chained to me. Maybe you should have been a little nicer to Leonard. <laughs> he might have gave you a set. <laughs> His armor was not very well mended. A lot of people said that. And it smelled funny. I got leather armor, but it's not even near as good. So, Cadmus, what was your... Three. Three. And Roderick? Six. Okay. So, the first orc... Is going. You still have the three that are holding the the, the women hostage. Oh, there's only three. Oh, there's, there's more than there's three, five. There's three holding them hostage. It, it sounds like we'll be assaulted by the two that are not, and the three should wisely hang on to their hostages at this point. You phrase so, that. There's only three women hostage. Three hostages. Three hostages. Three orcs. Three that orcs. Have them with knives around their necks. I thought there's five total of each. But there's no. There's just five orcs. The leader that is initiating combat, an extra guy, and then the three that are holding the women hostage. Okay. Correct? Yes. It's pretty observant for my character who literally hasn't <laughs> rolled a perception roll over ten tonight. So the first orc is going to roll to hit you with his great axe. He's headed for the dragonborn. He looks more threatening. What are you fighting with? Uh, whatever weapons... Um, we didn't. We didn't technically disarming because, uh, um, yeah. Okay. Four and eight to hit. That. Misses. Okay. The orc war chief is going to take a swing at you with his. At me? No, this is at Roderick with his great axe. Mm-hmm. And he crit fails. And as he's coming over you, he swings his great axe. Great axe. And 
he just basically embarrasses himself and completely misses, and he's just <laughs> caught off guard. And he kind of, if an orc could turn red, this guy turns red. And it is now... You rolled a six, right? For initiative three. I did. Okay. It is now Roderick's turn. You have the orc war chief, and you have another normal orc that has engaged in combat with both of you. All right. I am going to use on my first attack. I am going to immediately use my celestial revelation. Okay. What this does is it makes wings sprout out behind me, and <laughs> I am allowed to do extra an extra three radiant damage to one target when you deal damage to it with an attacker spell. Okay. So that is action one. Um, and then I'm going to attack with my devotee sensor. I am going to attack the war chief who is in embarrassed beyond all belief and is now staring up at this very angelic beating and just let you know I did one of those things where like I beat my sensor against the shield and put my hands up and holler may the gods blessings come forth and then after my wings appeared I looked down on him and bathe in the bat bathe in these holy fires and repent <laughs> And I swing. Okay. For a uh, 16 to hit. 16 to hit? That is... Are you hitting the war chief or are you hitting the normal orc? Uh, the war chief. That is a hit. All right. Let's see. That does... Nine damage. Okay. Cadmus. Going to go after. I don't know. Just any of the other ones that Roderick didn't go after. Okay, so you'd want to go after the orc, the normal orc, okay? Yes. 25 to hit, at 20. That's a hit. This ain't working on my phone, it keeps fucking up. 11 damage. Okay. Well done. Thanks. Sorry, guys. This phone keeps giving me footsteps. He returns with a puzzled look on his face. I don't believe that image is currently available. Okay. Bring up the stat sheet for one of those characters, and it's not working. Uh, One other thing, DM. I forgot. My flail does an extra 1d8 radiant damage on top of that, so I got to roll another d8. Okay. So it was 9. Yes. Removed that weapon from my inventory. That's awesome. Um, That's an extra three. Extra three? Yep, total 12 damage altogether. Thought there was something else to that thing. Okay, so the one orc is going to go ahead and attack Cadmus. And you did how much damage to him, Cadmus, again? 11. 11 total? Yes. That orc is bloodied. He swings at you with his great axe. Or a 14 to hit. That hits. Mm, hold on a second. Okay. Actions in combat. I can use a reaction. 
protection while wielding a shield and a creature you can see attacks a target other than you within five feet. You can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll, so roll again. Okay. Hey, I got that one too. There's a reason that I'm tethered to you. <laughs> the second roll would be a 22 to hit. Ouch. Well, the 14 it is. Well, you tried. That was the whole point. <laughs> 15 damage to Cadmus. <clears throat> the orc war chief, enraged. Yes. Does his battle cry. Each creature of the war chief's choice that is within 30 feet of it can hear it and not already affected by battle cry gain advantage on attack rolls until the start of the war chief's next turn. The war chief can then make one attack as a bonus action. So he is going to battle cry. Next to the advantage roll to create each creature. That means, does that infect us too? So I have to, I think it's my choice, so I pick one. I think that's how that works. Cam, does that sound right? Okay, so this guy is imposing advantage on one of the other orcs that's holding a hostage, and that orc kicks, throws the hostage to the corner, and he jumps up, and he comes into the combat. And that was a bonus action for the war chief, and then he is going to attack Roderick with his great axe, and he's going to do a multi-attack on you. His first attack is is a 12. Miss. His second attack is a 22. Damn. Okay. That's a hit. For 19 damage. Ouch. Gotten ourselves into a bad situation. It seems so. Roderick. All right. Um, how you doing over there? Doing all right? Yeah, I'm fine. Sure? For now. Honestly? Yeah. Okay. It hurts, but I'll live. It, what, what, what hurts? What hurts <laughs> where? Uh, where he hit me. Do you need healing? <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm fine. Are you sure? We're in the middle of combat. I don't have time to inspect the wound right now, but I better not find out that you're lying to me and that you're bleeding profusely. I can heal myself. You swear on that as your word as a miscreant paladin. Yeah, I swear on it. I'm going to attack. (laughs) (laughs) Me? I'm going to attack the orc war chief again. Okay. Uh... Accidentally deleted the weapon I had, but I remember its stuff, so here we go. Stop doing that. Um, 25 to hit. That is a hit. Not Nat? Um, no, not Nat. Okay. Um, let's see. Um, that would be 11 damage on that attack. Okay. More attack again. Same target. We have a, uh, 23 to hit. That's a hit. He's a tank. I don't do a ton of damage, but he's a tank. 
Um, we're going to go with nine damage on that one. Okay. Cadmus. Just for the fun of it, I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on Roderick, which gives him an added two armor class. Okay. And that's your turn? Yeah. So the orc that has heard the battle cry comes into the battle, and he swings, rushing as he's rushing towards Cadmus. Going to be using my reaction to do that. So he takes his great axe and comes down at your head as he lets out a cry for a 24 to hit. That hits? 11 damage. The orc in front of you who kind of got knocked out of the way by the orc that was inspired by his war chief's cry is now going to go for Roderick for an 11 to hit. Yeah, don't embarrass yourself. <laughs> he misses and you block his attack with ease and laugh. Ha 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 ha. Bringing us back to the war chief who doesn't think that's very funny. His first attack as he swings at Roderick. 16 to hit. Don't make me laugh. He misses, so he recovers and makes us his second attack for a 24 to hit. Oh, that hits. Barely. Barely. With a 12 total damage, bringing it to Roderick's turn. This is going to be fun. So the orcs are standing. You have the war chief right in front of you, Roderick. Mm -hmm. Off to the left-hand side is his battle cry inspired fellow orc. Mm -hmm. And in front of... No, I made a mistake there. Roderick, in front of you, you have the war chief who you've been fighting with. To the left, you have the injured orc that Cadmus took some life off of. Mm -hmm. And in front of Cadmus, there lies the battle cry enraged orc. So this is definitely not going good. Um, One of the things I did is I accidentally deleted my weapon, just got it back, and realized that your orc chieftain should have another eight damage. (laughs) Okay. So that is so silly. Uh, Yeah. All right. Are you holding up over there? How you doing? I know you took a hit. You've had to take a hit. It's starting to to hurt a little more. It's starting to hurt a little more. I'm hurting a little bit, too. I'm going to use one of my attacks to pray to my devotee sensor. And I am going to... And this is going to probably bite us in the ass, but I don't care. Um, (laughs) Every turn, you get to roll a 1d4 for health. That's your horse? A 1d4 for our health. So... Um, I rolled a two, but the fun thing about this sensor is it also affects um, when you hit with an attack. Okay, so it says it's a bonus action, so this is technically a bonus action. Um, It emits a thick cloud of incense at the start of each of my turns. You and any other creatures in the incense each regain 1d4. So... You gain D one D four, and so do our little orc friends. Oh, God. <laughs> and that 
this amazing weapon. Oh my god. Oh. You just healed the bad guys. Yes, I did. Oh, One of them man. don't need it. Four, 1d4 health? Yes, sir. It's not a lot. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Cadmus, it's your shot. Oh, wait, you wait, have... No, 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 no. I still have two attacks to go <laughs> oh, here, buddy. Okay. That was just a bonus action. You were waiting for that. Yes, too. I was. All right, hit him. All right, so I am going to again go after this war chieftain because if you know, I'm convinced this guy's got to go down. He's I tell you, I really appreciate you healing me. <laughs> you must be the worst healer I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> and with that, I roll Just a 13. A 13? Yeah. Uh, on the war chief? Yes, sir. Uh, he blocks your attack. Ah, I attack again. Alright, we got a 20. That not a 20, hit. but not a 20. Okay. 23. Oh, my damage? Yes, sir. Oh, that is. I harsh. literally just rolled everything the highest I could. The Orc War Chief is bloodied. <gasps> you might want to think twice before he takes on us. Cadmus, mm. it is now your turn. Can you save yourselves from certain doom? And the poor ladies. I'm going after the War Chief. So you turn to your right and you go straight for the war chief brushing past the injured orc. He gets an opportunity attack. Oh, chief's behind the orc? Beside. He He's would beside be, him. He was beside him. Can't change your action now. I'm going to use my reaction of protection. He misses. Okay. So don't worry about it. <laughs> 17 to hit. That is a hit on the war chief. Take it down. Four damage, but as a bonus action, I'm going to cast Thunder Smite. For a total of 16 damage. And Thunder Smite, what does that do? Said so. You must have a strength saving throw of 14 or higher. Okay. I hope you fail it. Just saying. He has. His dice are loaded. They are. He has a 16. Does oh. it do like half damage or something? Oh. Okay, so 8 damage. Okay. He's 6 for a thunder smite. So 10 damage total? Yes, 10 damage. Okay, so 10 damage total. Did you heal for your 1d4? Yes. Okay, just making sure. Okay, so it's now back to the enraged orc who is on Roderick. And he sees as you brush past him, so he's attacking Cadmus. I'm going to use my protection. He has a 12 to hit. That misses. Moving to the bloodied orc who now follows you over. Can I hear a creeper? For a. Oh, it's got protection again. <laughs> okay, so 
disadvantage? Because, yeah, he needs to be at a disadvantage. Just, he misses. He misses say, as well. Just so you know, these guys will be rolling a disadvantage no matter what at this point because the two of us are practically tied at the hip. So, the War Chief is going to take a chop at Roderick. He critically fails on his first attack, slipping on the blood that he has poured from his body and falling prone to the ground. We get an attack he of opportunity. does not get his second attack, and Roderick and Cadmus have an attack of opportunity upon him. All right. So we, we don't even have to roll for hit, do we, or do we? Or no, we roll at advantage, don't we? I think we roll head. at advantage. We, we roll at an advantage. Let's get aim. Yeah. So I rolled a 17 and a 17. That's a hit both times. <laughs> I rolled a 10 and a 14. It's a miss both times. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, I still got thunder roll- rumbling through my veins. It's a little shaky trying to swing oh. this sword right now. I do 11 damage. Total? Yes, sir. Okay. It is now Roderick's turn. That war chief is going <laughs> down. With mm. a hit of 14, probably not. He blocks your attack. Well, he doesn't. He's prone. So go ahead and give me uh, advantage. Okay. Hold on. Well, then I rolled a 19 on my second one. So okay. we'll take that one for this first one then. Um, all right. And I'm going to, well, let's see. Let's do the damage first in case I kill him. Oh, my God. Um, eight damage. Eight damage? Sir. Okay. I'm going to attack again. Uh, first roll was an 18. Oops. Remember, you're at advantage, too. I know. That I was going to roll again, just a uh, 24 for the other hit. That's a hit. Okay. All right. That is going to be 15. You hear the war chief uh, lash out in pain as he's on the ground. How do you kill this guy? I have my sensor above me. My radiant wings spread forth. You have been judged and justice shall prevail as I swing my sensor, a flail weapon, around and I bring it straight down on his skull, smashing it to smithereens. As you kill this man, the other two orcs that were holding the priestesses slit their throats. They fall dead to the ground and start to rush into the combat with both of you. It is now Cadmus's turn. You have one, two, three, four orcs to deal with at this point. And one is bloodied. One is bloodied. And I'm rolling for my health. As should you, Cadmus. And all the orcs? Or no? Actually, the only one that should be rolling is the bloodied one because he's the only one that's been hurt so far. Cadmus, it's your turn. Want to go for the bloodied one? All right. I'm assuming that's the one that's close to me. Yeah, he's closest to you. It's it's you. You on the far left. You have the bloodied orc pretty much right beside you. You have an, an enraged by battle cry orc. Is he still enraged even though the um, war chieftain is now dead? Is that an effect that continues? or? And I'm assuming that the other two would go later in combat because yeah, the they're battle just cry. now entering it. Yeah, so. the battle cry's over. It would have been over after the first uh, 
the first uh and didn't do it. It would have been once his turn regained, yeah. Right. So. so you have the orc that was enraged by the battle cry, and then you have the other two that are coming into combat. That are coming into combat. Okay. They would be ten feet back from you in the room. So they're not getting healed technically. Okay. Not that it matters. So you're attacking the bloodied one? Yes. Okay, he is no longer bloodied. Fifteen to hit. That is a hit. Five damage. He is bloody. <laughs> the first orc that is out of battle is going to come up on Roderick for with his great axe. And he misses completely. The second orc is going to rush into combat to Cadmus for a 22 to hit. He rolls at a disadvantage. Okay. 16 to hit. That hits. For a 14 total damage. The third orc, which is in front of you, is going to swing again at you, Cadmus. At a disadvantage. The red dragonborn's now bloodied. Very bloodied. For a 18 to hit. That hits. Six total damage. Down I go. You're out? Yes. It's a pretty, pretty uh, intense fight. <laughs> Alrighty. Sounds like it's my turn, right? Uh, yes. Alright. I can't believe you lied to me, I say. <laughs> I believe I lied to you. God, of all people, a paladin lying about how healthy they are. All right, so... That was earlier. I'm, you can't talk. You're unconscious. <laughs> I know. She's unconscious. <laughs> Shut up. All right, so... so. I'm using this voice. <laughs> um, I'm going to swing at that bloodied orc. Okay. With a hit of 14. That is a hit. All righty. With a damage of 15. Damage of 15? Sir. Describe to me how you kill this orc. Seeing that my uh, comrade is lying on the floor and the... Poor sisters in the back have been had their throats slit, and these priests don't want to do nothing to help. Um, as horrible NPCs. Anyway, I swing at this bloodied orc, and not realizing my own strength, the flail crashes into him and sends him flying across the room, where he smashes into a table and a board skewers right through him and impales him. Oh man. All you can hear is the the priestess screaming and ah, and the the man that you followed into the room is cowering in the corner. And yeah, he's probably wet himself by now. All right, so I turn to the next nearest orc to me. Um, really doesn't matter. Um, let's say orc number two. For, okay. For for all intents and purposes, and I swing for an eighteen to hit. That's a hit. And that is 11 damage. Okay. Hang on a minute and let me get this up because it popped off on me again. Okay, 11 damage for the second orc, you said? Yes, sir. He is bloodied. Better be. Now, Cameron, orcs can rage, right? 
I'm not uh, seeing that on here. Uh, that's not like a racial feature. That okay. Gotcha. It sounds more like a Warchieftain thing. Yeah, he didn't have rage on his stat block. That's honestly, I find that a little odd. <clears throat> yeah, he had that battle cry though. Jared, you just went right. Yes, sir. Okay, Cadmus, give me a death saving throw. Sixteen. That's a one success. If you get through this, the I first am never orc you again when you need healing is going to attack Roderick. Okay. For a fourteen to hit. I laugh at your folly. Second orc is going to attack you. For a eleven to hit. The third orc. I use my shield and push him to the side. He rolls a 15 to hit the third orc. I am immune to your damaging blows. <laughs> it is now Roderick's turn this in combat. Be, is this round five for me in combat? I believe so. Okay. And they're grumbling like, oh, we can't hit him. <laughs> okay. So we are going to go after Mr. Bloodied. Or a 20 to hit. That's oh, no. a hit. Oh, wait. Never mind. That's a 12 to hit. I'm sorry. Uh, that is a miss. Oh, that sucks. And the next one's a 17 to hit. That's a hit. With eight damage. Damn it. Describe to me how you kill this orc. All right. This orc here, um, I swing my flail at him, and he misses, I miss the first one, and he ducks. And as I turn around to swing again, he doesn't, un, he doesn't have time to dodge, and I do like an uppercut thing, and the flail catches him in the mid-chest, sending him flying backwards and against the wall with a bone shattering crushing sound ah uh, Cadmus second death saving throw sound like a ghost there two one success and one fail the first orc Rares his great axe and swings it at Roderick. And an eight to hit. Go back home to mama. <laughs> the third orc. I beat my flail against my shield and said, Bring it! <sighs> they growl. And he has an 18 to hit. Oh, I had to use my shield to block that one. Your turn, Sir Roderick. He's the one I'm going after. He came too close this time. So we are going for another swing at a 15. That is a hit. All righty. We do um, 14 damage. Oh, my. He is severely fucking bloodied. All right. You got another attack, don't you? Yes, I do. With a 25 to oh, hit. Oh, that's a hit, too. Describe <laughs> to me how you kill this orc. Uh, yeah, the 10 damage. You don't want that? <laughs> Um, this one here, um, I had to block his attack with my shield. I turn around and, and counterattack with a, with a strong flail blow to the head that leaves him, would have left him brain dead otherwise. And as he's staggering around, I just look at him and blow on him, and he falls backward onto the <laughs> ground and dies. Uh, You're missing miss. a great battle, guys. <laughs> Third death saving throw. At 
16. Oh. Two hoping, successes. God, I was for that nat 20 and right there. one fail. Forgot that roll it is healer. now the only orc left standing, and he is pissed. He beats on his chest, and he looks at Roderick, and he says, You've killed my friends. I am now going to murder you. Bring it! For an 11 to hit. <laughs> I stop his blow with my shield. You blow and, and he looks at me with that look on his face that says, I'm dead. <laughs> his eyes really big as you take your attack. With a 24 to hit. That is a hit. And 11 damage. Bloodied. He just waits for your second attack. 19. Give me your damage. 15. (laughs) That would have been an ending blow right there. Describe to me how you kill this orc. Uh, Let's see. The first attack left him staggering. And the second attack, I take my flail, swing it around, and I come straight down on his head, forcing him straight down onto the ground. And blood squares everywhere. So and more bones sickening, crushing. As you have literally just ended all the five orcs' lives. Cadmus did not again. Cadmus lies struggling for his life on the ground. You look to the corner behind you as that priest starts to stand from his fetal position as he was bawling in the corner like a baby. And you see the two priestesses to the front of the room with their throats slit and have bled out on the floor. And the two huddled in a corner as well. You look down at your friend Cadmus who has a death saving throw. Two successes and two fails. I immediately roar at the priest that's in the corner and I say, can you not do anything to save anyone in this room at this time? Uh, I can, I, I can try. And he gets up and he comes over and he lays his hands on Cadmus and brings him to a stable position. You are now up in at one hit point. You can roll a 1d4. Roll a 1d4. For the sensor healing. I know that's not much, but we'll give it to you. So one hit point plus your 1d4. Priest, your powers are among the most of blessings. I ask that you look to your fallen comrades and see if there's anything there we can do. But I... I remiss that they have fallen. They have fallen. Are the women in this room also like what are they? Clerics as well, nuns. Yeah, they would be yeah. Priestesses. Priestesses. Priestesses, I ask that you too also come and tend. Very well. Then they get up and over to try to help Cadmus. Clearly, these other two girls must be deader than doornails. 
Yeah, they're dead. <laughs> well, yeah, right. their throats got slit pretty good. All right. Well, at this point here, um, I would ask that these priests take care of us and that my original um, request, obviously, to happen and that it is a very sad and and very sad moment that two of these wonderful sisters of the of the faith have fallen this day sir roderick i, I apologize you have been awarded 1000 xp for your valiant effort in battle cadmus you Ooh. have been awarded 500 xp for your valiant effort effort in battle i attempted this time <laughs> Good thing I didn't try with Termini and see how this went. Kind <laughs> of half the time I was blocking hits for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now you guys are at the the temple and remember the mission you came here for. And we're going to take a break. <laughs>